Welcome to the Genuinely You podcast channel, which is packed with advice and tips on how to live your life with purpose. Do you wish you felt happy and fulfilled? Are you feeling stuck, wishing things could be better? Are you ready to take some action and create the life you want? To start living an empowered life, you need to recognize and make full use of the power and freedom that comes from being genuinely you. Your host is Gina Gardner, a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about supporting people to achieve personal empowerment, helping people just like you recognize that they can. Hello there, it's Gina Gardner here and I'm joined as usual for our genuine chats by Rachel Davidson. <laughs> Both of us are number one international best-selling authors. Um, and we were talking yesterday about how, uh, what we would, would use as the theme for today. And the topic of dreams, aspirations, our desires came up. And we thought that would be a really useful thing to have a conversation about. Because how many of you who are watching this, when you were little, had the dream that you were going to be an astronaut or a pilot or that you were going to be a movie star? How many of you had the dream that you were going to live an expansive life where you know you would be truly happy that you would live happily ever after uh-huh. and what's the reality now and it's my experience from working with so many people that they start off with dreams and aspirations and then people tell them don't be silly dear uh-huh. um, that can't happen uh-huh. that's not real uh-huh. And then they get a job and they find themselves in a job that doesn't make their heart sing, mm. but it pays the bills. Mm. And they get stuck in that desire that things could be different. And it's my belief that many people settle for the desire for stuff in order to try and, in some way, compensate for the fact that they're not actually living their dream. And the trouble with shopping or whether it's cake or drinks or alcohol or drugs or shopping is that they use that as an anesthetic to try and dampen down those feelings of you're not living your purpose you're not living the the way in which um would make you happy all the time and those distractions are momentary mm-hmm. they're never enough and you keep wanting more and more and more mm-hmm. which i think is one of the reasons why so many people have got wardrobes full of stuff they don't wear um cupboards full of handbags that they don't use that they've got lots and lots of tools in the uh the shed um that are you know you have every intention of using but there's no time and so you just end up with a collection of very expensive tools or whatever your thing is mm. So I'd like to spend a few minutes in terms of, let's unpick what we mean by the dream. You know, and what makes a dream possible? You know, there are so many people who dream of doing something, but they get stuck in that rut of, but how am I going to pay my bills? We both recently read and been talking about a book called Lost Connections by... Um, Johan Hari. Harry. 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 And he talks about one of the reasons for depression uh-huh. um, is that people are stuck in doing things that uh, 
are not their true purpose. Mm. And he uses an example of a guy who mixes paint on a daily basis. Mm. It's a very repetitive job and it's a job that he hates doing. He's not able to find any passion in doing the job properly. And also he's not valued in that job. No. That's a key part of what, why that... Because mundane jobs in and of themselves are not the issue. It's not at all. It's, but it's how you feel about valued. you. And yeah. I think for him, his biggest sense is he doesn't value himself. Mm. And when uh, Johan is actually interviewing him, he said, well, what would you love to do? And the guy lights up and says, I'd like to have a fishing boat. I'd like to go and take people fishing um, and you know, spend my time by the sea. And Johan says to him, but why don't you do that? Mm. And he is stuck in that, that cycle of, but what would I have to give up? And for him, it's the Mercedes is, is the thing that he latches onto. But, you know, the subtext is, um, I wouldn't be living a life that perhaps was as materially comfortable. And I'd have to take risks and step out of my comfort zone. Mm. And he's not prepared to do that. He would rather stay in a job where he feels completely unvalued, completely bereft, really, um, in a soulless situation because he's not prepared to step out of his comfort zone. And I think part of that is what will other people think? You know, how will I be judged if I give up the material stuff and I go and do something that I love? Hmm. If I don't have that shiny Mercedes, if I just have a beat-up old truck, yeah, that still does the job of the Mercedes, it's yeah. from A to B, what will people think of me? And Well, I mean, you have to read the book to understand all of the web that, that is interconnected with that, but, but at the base of that particular person's uh, immovability was, was fear. Yes. And it reminds me of uh, a comment that uh, an old friend once said to me about her aunt who was a fantastic violin player yeah and um she had the chance to actually sort of you know have a really good career um being one of the international orchestras and and you know live her dream because she you don't get to be a good violin player by accident you you no. do work at it so even if you do. just remain a hobbyist yeah. um and she was definitely definitely had the skills the talent to be more than a hobbyist but um she for whatever reason, and we suspect it's fear, I never spoke to the lady herself, but she commented to to her um, niece, my, my friend, that it was better to for her to live with the dream of the possibility of being an international orchestra playing lead violinist than to try it and fail and have it removed from her. And I thought that was one of the saddest things I I'd ever heard. I think it's tragic. <laughs> That, you know, it comes back to, if you believe you can't, that's a done deal, it's your reality. If you believe you can, and you're open to the possibility, and prepared to put the work in, then dreams have the potential to become your reality. But she was, according to the story, she was so determined not to lose that sort of, you know, uh, jewel of a dream. Yes. And she felt that living it w would ruin it. Yes. And, and I just, I mean, I sort of, I, I can see the logic, but I cannot feel the reality of that. And it's so bonkers to me. I almost have deep respect for it. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, <laughs> too nuts. What can I to say? not live your dream because you're fearful that you might not be as good as you hope. But you see, in essence, you're fearful. That's <laughs> what most people do. Yeah. That people, I mean, and of course, when we're little, you want to be an international footballer, you want to be famous, you want to do this, you want to do that. And it changes, you know, for most children, it changes week by week. But there are many young people who have a dream and that dream remains constant mm. until it's beaten out of them by people um, reigning on that dream and saying, yeah, but it's difficult or you wouldn't be able to do that or you're not clever enough or you're not tall enough or you're not whatever enough. Mm. And but they believe that, isn't it? I mean, you know, of course it is. There's, there's not one person that who... I mean, we tend to pick on celebrities and famous people just because... You know, well, they, we know about them. We know about them, yeah. But there's not one person who hasn't grafted at uh, what they love to do, what their dream is. Uh, and if you've got a hold of anybody who you would consider, oh, you've achieved your dream, and actually spoke to them about the reality of what they had to do, and you know, it wouldn't be a story of, oh, it was easy, I just floated around, hardly doing anything... All of them will have grafted through many, many, many more hours of challenge and, and fear and, and a few moments of absolute clarity of this is, this is why I do it. And that, I think, is actually the reality of most of your life. You know, you look at somebody like J.K. Rowling. How yeah. many times did she present her books to publishers and get a refusal? But she had faith. And I think for me that living the, your dream, making your dream your aspirations a reality mm. are about having faith mm. and taking action. Blind faith, you know, you know, I just have faith that there's, you know, the heavens are going to open and the big thing is going to come down and I choose you. That's never going to happen. <laughs> um, and then, you know, on a, a day when I'm having a wobble about my mission and, and my purpose in life, mm. I have to say there are times when I think, yeah, you're deluding yourself. Mm, it is easier to give up on dreams in those moments, isn't it? Of yeah. course it is. And, you know, there are so many people who, if they have big dreams, have to be tenacious and persistent and bloody-minded to actually get things working. Even if you have little dreams, actually. But I was going to say, yeah. for most people, they give up on the little dreams too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want it to become judgmental. You know, my dream is better than yours because yeah. it's, it's more ambitious, yeah. seemingly. Mm. For me, I think, you know, if you're listening to this, ask yourself, when was the last time that you did anything that made your heart sing? Mm. You know, I know so many clients that come and we're talking about, you know, what gives you joy? And they look at me and nothing. And then I say, well, take yourself back to a time when you experienced something that gave you joy. Mm. And it's very often something creative. Mm. You know, I used to love to sing or to draw or to paint. You know, I loved to dance. Well, when was the last time mm. you did any of that? And those parts of themselves have been closed down. And I believe that that creates a sense of dis-ease mm. because you're not living authentically, genuinely, who you are. Mm. Um, I'm reminded of, of somebody I know, a, a good friend who has had really bad news in the sense that, that she's developed cancer. Mm. What I find fascinating is that since she's been diagnosed, 
she has done more creative, fun, adventurous things than in, in the, the 10 years before because she's given herself permission to live fully. Isn't that a paradox? <laughs> Doesn't it make you think what, what silly little sheep we really are? <laughs> that, that you have to get a big dong on the forehead that says, oh, I can't remember who, who wrote the poem, but um, the one that says, uh, and death whispered in my ear, live for I am coming. Yes. You know, it, it, it's, it's like, it's such a truism, it's such a cliche, but you know, we all often just fall into that, well, I've got time and, oh, it's a silly dream and what yeah. if I don't? Well, what if you do, you know? And, and actually, it is a very short period of time that we have in, in each consciousness. And I think what I'd like to put into, get that into the mix of all of this, it's often not achieving the dream, but it's the journey that gives us such growth and pleasure. You know, you can sing without being uh, an international opera singer or a, 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 you know, a, a famous pop star. You can go and sing and enjoy um, the, the, the beauty of being able to make a lovely noise and yeah. sing with other people. You can go and draw or paint. You may not be Michelangelo. Yeah. But if you enjoy it and you are learning through it, yeah. does it matter? No. <laughs> so you, ultimately, what is your desire? What is it that, that gives you that sense of being truly alive, that gives you a, a, a purpose? Because if you're not allowing yourself to live in a way that encapsulates those things, yeah it would be very, very difficult to achieve happiness and certainly impossible, I would suggest, to sustain happiness because it's those things that feed our soul that make us feel... I'm trying to think of different words, but they make us feel alive. There's a buzz about it, an excitement yeah. that drive that sense of happiness and joy and contentment and fulfillment. Yes. And, you know, looking for the big result immediately is setting yourself up for failure. But enjoying the journey and enjoying the process of learning to be the better, the best version of you as a singer, you as an artist, you as a, a whatever, um, that's where the jewel is. That's where the real treasure lies, I think. Yeah, and you know, anything, any dream you want, if you want to be the best accountant in the world, um, you, know, um, you know, most people would think of that as not being a very creative choice. But it's, if it's your choice. But if it's your choice and you're creating it, then um, then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Yeah. It, it is a creative choice because you are creating your purpose, you are manifesting yeah. it, making it real. I'm really reminded of a guy that I met on an Anthony Robbins uh, program. Mm -hmm. And he was a pilot. In fact, he flew um, Concord, a very rare breed. Well, particularly as it was yeah. one of my was one of my um, uh, that I wanted to fly on Concord. Oh. Um, sadly, it went out of commission before oh. I got to the point where I could do that. But I am hopeful that that something of a Concord's ilk will uh, will <laughs> arrive again. But he was. Asian and brought up in London in the, the 70s and 80s when 
his view was Asian uh, young men didn't become pilots, right. and they certainly didn't fly Concorde. So he was he was reflecting his social conditioning then, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And as a teenager, he had wanted to fly Concorde because he lived near Heathrow Airport and he'd seen, seen it, it yeah. fly yeah. on many occasions, but dismissed it as not possible. Um, a, a, a pilot who flew Concorde came into the, um, to the school to do a talk. Um, they were having a whole series of talks on professions. Mm -hmm. And the, the pilot spoke to the, the assembled group about his passion for flying. Mm -hmm. And after the talk was over, uh, the guy that I'd met went up to the pilot and said, I'd love to do that. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, it's up to you. If you work hard and you get your qualifications, then you know, unless there's a physical defect, there's mm -hmm. no reason why you can't. He said, but I can't do that. And he said, well, somebody's got to fly Concorde. Why can't it be you? Mm -hmm. Now, there was a paradigm shift in that guy's thinking mm -hmm. from there's no way I can do that. It changed to I'm going to do everything in my power mm. to make that happen. Mm. And he succeeded. Why? Because he was open to the possibility mm. that it could succeed. And he put the work in. Yeah. You know, I'm, I find it quite interesting. How, if there's anything to do with the secret or with um, uh, abundance where you, mm. um, you know, if you look at posts on social media, um, they're the ones that will have millions and millions of viewers. Yeah. So there are lots of people who dream of having abundance, who dream of you know, being able to manifest the desires that they have. But I think there's something missing, and one of the reasons why so many of them don't achieve what they want is I'm not sure they truly believe that it's possible. Mm -hmm. um, that they... You know, they'll perhaps do a meditation about I want a Ferrari and then there's an expectation that the Ferrari is going to turn up on their doorstep mm -hmm. rather than I want a Ferrari well actually let's strategically plan mm -hmm. and do the work in order to get that Ferrari mm -hmm. because it's entirely possible mm -hmm. but I think you have to take some responsibility for making it happen. Mm -hmm. But there are a reason why houses are built with foundations that reach into the ground well, the yeah. modern ones anyway, and, and that's because actually a lot of the joy of achieving your dream is actually in that graft of creating a massive foundation upon which it stands. Yeah. And I, I know of this with my writing, my dreams around my writing, and I often do have daydreams around, oh, wouldn't it be nice if some yeah. agent plucked me from obscurity? And whilst I acknowledge that that, that would have its benefits, I do also acknowledge that if it, if it comes too soon, if I haven't built foundations, if, if, if it is a flash in the pan, would I be happy with that scenario? Would I, would, would I really want this sudden sort of miracle to happen without, you know, might I actually, having had this miracle happen, arrive in a place where I felt I didn't deserve it because I hadn't put the work in? Might I actually be worse off, therefore? Um, in my heart and my, and my feelings around uh, worthiness and do yes. I deserve this? So, I mean, you, know, you shouldn't be too extreme because you shouldn't dismiss miracles, they do happen. But, um, but I acknowledge that actually, when I'm feeling like 
oh, I really wish somebody would just wave the magic wand and make this happen for me. That that, that is my fearful side around um, trying to avoid the graft and the hard work and the social fear of reaching out and being vulnerable and you know, being rejected. The, the potential for rejection and, and uh, judgments and all of these sorts of things. And, and then I have to remind myself that there is great joy in, in grafting and, and just moving and meeting people and talking with people and connecting with people around whatever you, your thing is. My, mine is writing in my stories. Um, and, that, and that in actual fact, the things that I remember about my writing dreams uh, um, it's, I don't remember the ranking numbers. I, I don't remember my volumes of sales very much, but I can remember the human connections that come with it. I can remember the comments that people have said. And whilst I'm not saying, oh, you should never look at numbers, you should never no. measure, because you know, obviously that's important. What I do acknowledge is that actually, you know, as, as uh, spiritual beings on the human plane, yeah. that, that what we're really after about is connection and dreams that, that enable us to build connection with our fellow man are the ones that actually have the greater foundations. I think that's very, very true. One of the things that I would really urge you to do if you're listening to this is when you turn this off is to give yourself some quiet time mm. and to think about as a child, what were the things that really excited you, that gave you joy? And think about your life now and how could you incorporate that level of joy into your life now? It may not be possible to do it in exactly the same way. If that joy was that you know that was football and that you are now not fit, well maybe the joy is not when you play football at an international level, but the joy is about getting outside and actually taking some positive steps to get yourself fit and then looking at how you might use that. So, for example, playing walking football with a group of other people who were also not fit and wanted to get fit and actually having the camaraderie, the, the, the team feeling around that. But looking for, okay, how do you create new dreams and aspirations? If somebody had said to me early on, you know, your mission, your purpose is going to be to positively impact on a million people, I would have laughed at them. Mm. But what I recognise is through my, my whole lifetime that the thing, one of the things that's given me great joy mm. is that um, ability to help people find happiness, maintain happiness, and to spread happiness to other people, which mm. is about all the things that I do, whether that's yeah. on a personal level or a professional level. Yeah. You're watching leaders who have struggled to get people to um, behave in the way that they want to, that there's no cohesion, no sense of shared purpose, mm. actually coming back and saying, do you know what, things are really flying, everybody's really engaged and happy. Mm -hmm. That gives me huge, huge joy. Mm -hmm. But I also get joy out of the little things. You know, I ache today. We both do. We were both, we're both keen gardeners and we were both in our gardens at the weekend um, and inevitably did more than the body was actually um, happy to do. But again, great joy out of being in nature about getting hands dirty in gardening. 
it doesn't matter what it is, so long as you're not hurting somebody else or mm -hmm. the environment, mm -hmm. you know, what is it that gives you that, that real buzz, that sense of joy? And get out there and give yourself permission to have the time to do it. Mm. Make time to be the best of you because the impact of that is far-reaching and positive in every area of your life. In your relationship with you because you've given yourself permission to be genuinely who you are. In relationships with others. If you'd like some help, um, then why not have um, take a look at the Happiness Challenge. The book is a, um, a special edition with a journal and journaling can be a really great way of identifying um, what it is you truly want, actually giving yourself that freedom to write. Uh, and you will find um, that on the website, which is genuinely-you.com. So go and have a look. You can take the seven-day happiness challenge um, for free, but the, the book and the journal will give you a really great basis from which to start. You can find all of our books there, The Point of Me, The Truth of Her, which is uh, Rachel's latest book. You can find Bio Thriving Not Surviving the Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. But if you want to kickstart being happy, staying happy and spreading happy, then go and look for the Seven Day Happiness Challenge, the special edition on genuinely-you.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye now. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-u.com today to find out more.